The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka only on the Blaze Radio Network. I don't know what to tell you other than you might need to separate your left ear from your right ear and I'll do one show in your left ear and one show in your right ear because we have that much to cover today. Seriously, I know I'm joking. Calm down. Calm down, Scanlon. That's what we shout in the Blaze newsroom. Uh, we have a lot going on right now. Yes, we left here yesterday, and the discussion was about the leak, which wasn't a leak, and uh, the fact that Israel was the country that was named. We now know the city was Jerusalem, and this could be a problem the president is headed overseas in a couple of days and, uh, you know, he's going to have some meetings and, you know, he'll be talking with the Israelis. So everybody hang on. Since then, the former FBI director, Jim Comey, has told somebody in the press, namely the New York Times, also picked up by just about everybody else, that he has memos, notes he took after meeting with the president. Now, there are, there are folks who are a little upset because one of those memos apparently, allegedly, reportedly claims the president asked Comey to basically end the investigation into General Flynn, into Mike Flynn, and saying, you know, he's a good guy, etc. Can you, can you put, this to, uh, put this to bed? And, and if he did that, if the president did that, yeah, I got a problem with that. I don't, I don't think that's um, just a, a slight screw-up. I think it's a pretty large screw-up. And some people are saying this would meet the standard of obstruction of justice. And then there are others who remind us, well, it was not a criminal investigation, so can you have obstruction of justice? And I believe, I believe you can even if it's just an intelligence investigation. So we'll see. Geraldo Rivera, not a guy I think is, is actually on President Trump's side, but Geraldo Rivera tweeted today that, that the, the possibility of, of President Trump telling, telling the FBI director that he'd like him to go easy on, on General Flynn, 
Geraldo said that didn't even come close to meeting the standard of obstruction of justice. So you have people who don't really care about it and people I thought would, like Geraldo, who are saying, ah, that doesn't meet the standard, to, to others who are out there already screaming about impeachment. Case in point, Representative Al Green, not the fantastic soul singer Al Green, Reverend Al Green, but Representative Al Green, I believe Louisiana, just uh, a few short minutes ago. I rise today, Mr. Speaker, to call for the impeachment of the President of the United States of America for obstruction of justice. I do not do this for political purposes, Mr. Speaker. I do this because I believe in the great ideals that this country stands for. Liberty and justice for all. The notion that we should have government of the people, by the people, for the people. I do it because, Mr. Speaker, there is a belief in this country that no one is above the law. And that includes the president of the United States of America. Well, you know, well said. A little speechifying there by Representative Al Green. Sidebar, I had to actually look up Al Green's bio because I, I thought when I'm watching him, when I'm watching him on, on the C-SPAN, I thought maybe he was blind because he squints when he speaks all the time. And maybe I'm wrong. There's nothing mentioned in his in his bio, that he is visually challenged, but he has, uh, he has his eyes open in a couple of pictures, but it just, he looks to be a guy who has uh, impaired vision or something. But this was the first big call to my, my recollection inside the House of someone calling for the impeachment of President Trump. Now that requires high crimes and misdemeanors, does it not? Yeah, I, I think it does. I think it does. And and is are we there yet? Are we there yet? You have to wonder. Are we are we at the point where we're hitting high crimes and misdemeanors? Well, over in the Senate yesterday, Chuck Schumer led a small delegation, but he stood up in the well of the Senate and he got really dramatic. This was from Chuck Schumer yesterday afternoon. Mr. President, in a week full of revelation after revelation, on a day when we thought things couldn't get any worse, they have. I was shaken by the report in the New York Times that alleged that the president tried to shut down an active FBI investigation into a close political associate. And we are only one day removed from stunning allegations that the president may have divulged classified information to a known adversary. Concerns about our national security, the rule of law, the independence of our nation's highest law enforcement agencies are mounting. The country is being tested in unprecedented ways. Oh my God. I say to all of my colleagues in the Senate, History is watching. I yield the floor. 
Could you be any more dramatic? Chuck? Seriously. Seriously, I, I was waiting for a tear to come down and for Chuck to be looking down and seeing some garbage floating in a river and, and have a tear coming down his cheek as if to say, this makes me so sad. Now, granted, the, the charge, if it is accurate, if the memo, which none of us have seen, the New York Times has reported on it, if the memo, which Jason Chaffetz wants to see, and I hope he gets it soon, if it's real, it's serious, right? But to, to lose our minds, Representative Green, Senator Schumer, a tad premature, a pr premature. John McCain was talking about, first of all, the, uh, the, I'm using air quotes here, the leaks, because, again, if the president decides he can say the information out loud, he is declassifying it. It's not a leak, Chucky. The other issue, the obstruction issue, is yet to be decided. But here was McCain. McCain made a couple interesting statements in the last 24 hours. Here's the first one with John McCain talking about the alleged leak of information. Turns out, according to the Washington Post, that mm -hmm. President Trump revealed highly classified information to the Russians last week. What do you, what's your reaction? Well, if it's true, obviously it's disturbing, but I think we've got to find out more before I could comment. I, I just can't comment on every news story or so. But obviously, if it's, a, it's not, a, not a good thing. Should it be part of the investigation here going forward? Oh, I don't know. Let's, let's wait and see what, what, what this result. Yeah, let's wait and see how this resolves. And I, I think that's uh, kind of important. You're hearing a lot of hallway conversations because the media swarm in the Capitol in both the House and the Senate is catching people in those rotundas. So you're hearing people walking by in the background. The sound is echoing everywhere. But the media is obsessed with impeachment. The media is obsessed because this will drive business to the cable news channels. It isn't about whether it's right or wrong. It's about eyeballs. It's about getting people to tune in. And so, uh, I don't know if you listened to Glenn earlier playing the, the contemporaneous montage. Well, there's also another montage out there that has uh, sort of a collection of all the media outlets who are bringing up impeachment, who are fascinated with the possibility of impeachment. This is a montage of American cable channels pushing the impeachment narrative. Listen how many times they ask it. Welcome back. You're watching MSNBC. I'm Stephanie Rule. The calls are growing for the ouster of President Trump. Another member of Congress wants him impeached. Is that potentially impeachable if it's an obstruction of justice? I think we're going to have to look into it a little bit further. We'll you were saying that this could lead down the road to impeachment, but we weren't anywhere near that yet. Does this breaking news tonight change your view on that? Are true? Are we getting closer and closer to the possibility of yet another impeachment process? 
Reluctantly, Wolf, I, I have to say yes. Is it an impeachable offense, even fact the president obstructed justice? So in terms of impeachment, are you taking action, working with Republicans or doing anything that would actually move that agenda forward? Do you harbor any hopes that you will find a conservative legal mind to match your desire to proceed with impeachment? I think he can be looked at and perhaps even charged with obstruction of justice. I think that... So you mean impeachment proceedings? I beg your pardon? You mean impeachment proceedings? Impeachment originates in the House. House leadership and the Republican Party has shown no interest in that and seems like it's the furthest thing from their mind. You think that's going to change? Are you suggesting that President Trump should face impeachment? That's just about half of the montage. There is so much more. And Wolf seems to bring it up with every other guest. Wolf Blitzer seems to be one of the more fascinated news anchors who, who wants to ask about impeachment. So it's on the minds of the media because it will drive the media ratings higher. It will mean money for the media. Impeachment equals money, big money. I'm, I'm not kidding. And I know it seems like it's off topic. But until we get the information, we really don't know. We really don't know. People are talking about uh, obstruction of justice and relating it back to the articles of impeachment against Richard Nixon. It was one of the things in one of the articles of impeachment that was written. And Nixon was never impeached, everybody. So let's stop saying Nixon was impeached. I know some folks out there have been saying it incorrectly. He was not. He, he might have been. But there was uh, a, a uh, impeachment pending. There were articles of impeachment written, and one of them contained obstruction of justice. Now, does what Trump may have said to the former FBI director, does it rise to the level of obstruction? Geraldo says no. Jeffrey Tubin over on CNN, who is apoplectic over this, says yes. And there's every, every opinion in between. We will have to see. Jason Chaffetz wants to see that memo, by the way. Jason Chaffetz briefly said this. I, I, I don't know if it's true yet, but I want to find out if that's actually out there. He's talking about the memo that claims that Donald Trump asked for the investigation to basically be shut down or cut down. We'll see. There's a bigger issue at hand on this. There's a, a Comey memo that talks about if this is true, I have a bigger problem with this other memo than I do with the, uh, with the request to go easy on Flynn. I'll explain it to you after the break. It is, um, it's big news because for me, it's the most important issue, the most important right, the most important freedom. And if this is the way the president feels, it's my red line in the sand. I'll explain next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. 
Call A Place For Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place For Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Just around the corner, it's Wednesday, so that means it's a Wellness Wednesday. And despite the fact that all of this is swirling around the White House and the Trump presidency, we are not moving Dr. Jorge. He has a very important topic he wants to speak to us about. So if you're a Dr. Jorge fan, no fear, he'll be here. And, uh, you know, we agree on some things. We disagree on others politically, but we agree on health. When I left, I was talking about the question of whether or not the Comey memos could actually be evidence that the president was uh, obstructing justice, as some have said. And could that be uh, a reason, an impeachable reason? And that's today's question of the day. If the president asked Comey to kill the Flynn probe, is that obstruction of justice and impeachable? And currently, and we're still, we're only five hours into this, 26% of you say yes, 20% are not sure, 54% say no, it's not. And because it's not criminal, the probe, some of you have thought that it can't be obstruction of justice. I'm not a lawyer. I'll speak to one a little bit later in the show. We're also trying to get uh, Lise Wheel on. She's a lawyer. She went to Harvard. She knows all this stuff. See if she can weigh in on this. Emily Zanotti joins us at the top of the next hour, so we'll get to that. But I have a bone to pick with the president. If, if the Comey memos are legit, there is a memo that would cross my red line if the content in it is true. The New York Times reports that Donald Trump also suggested that Comey should put members of the media in prison if they published leaks from the White House. Now, I got a big problem with that. The First Amendment is there in the first spot for a reason. It's the most important one. It guarantees the freedom of the press. It guarantees freedom of speech. It guarantees freedom of assembly. It guarantees, Mr. President, that if we in the, in the media get information that we decide is necessary to, to share with the people, that that's the deal. And I'm sorry, this kind of statement, if it's true, again, if it's true, and Comey, Comey's alleged memos claim that it's true that that the president asked the then FBI director to put reporters in prison. That's in quote, quote, reporters in prison for publishing leaks. Now, Mr. President, here here's my problem. If you really feel that way, sir, that's what a dictator feels. That's what a despot feels. That's what that's what Putin feels. And we know how he treats journalists. If that truly is how you feel, sir, we have a problem. You don't publish these leaks without giving it great consideration. The journalists who are out there, the, most of them, even though they might have a liberal, a liberal leaning, most of them want to be credible. 
they don't want to do it just to be scandalous. So if one of your people leaks to a journalist and that leak, true information, gets published, why is it the journalist's fault? Why is that a criminal offense? You know, that's like, Mr. President, taking off your shoes and, and Melania goes, Donald, your shoes stink. And you're going to blame your socks. It's your feet that cause your shoes to stink, Mr. President. You don't blame your socks. If your staff is leaking, how dare you? How dare you blame the media? And yeah, this is my red line. This is absolutely my red line. I will fight for all of the press, even the left-leaning press I don't agree with. So I want to know. I want to see all of these memos. I want to know. If you're against the press, you're against the people. You're against free speech. That's not a president. That's a dictator. We have to find out. We'll be back with Dr. Jorge on Puro Pelkin. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka on this very busy Wednesday. Uh, so much going on, and we'll give you the latest. There's, there is more to discuss, and uh, Lise Wheel is going to be joining us an hour from now. Emily Zanotti from Heat Street at the top of the next hour. But as we do every Wednesday, we talk health. And I, I could do a whole show on health, especially with this guy. Because he speaks, he speaks common sense and health, and he speaks it very clearly in a way each of us can understand it. His name is Dr. Jorge Rodriguez. He is just Dr. Jorge to millions on the Internet and in the TV world. And uh, he's Dr. Jorge to me, too, because he's a, he's a friend and, and somebody I consider one of the smartest people I know. And I know some pretty darn smart people. Dr. Jorge, welcome back, my friend. How's your week? Uh, my week is great, and thank you for that intro. You know, I, yeah, thank you, Mike. I consider you pretty smart myself. So, well, you know, mutual it's the mutual society. mutual admiration society here that we have on. Absolutely, uh, I tell I tell everybody you need to follow Dr. Jorge on Twitter and especially online at drjorge.com. One of the things Dr. Jorge focuses on is to try and give away a free consultation basically every week with his Wellness Wednesday segments. And we've talked about everything from the most sensitive stuff to uh, just common sense stuff. And, and one of the things that you and I both agree on, uh, the, the, the problem of opioid addiction is, is something I think is one of the biggest risks to our country, to all of our freedom. And no, you know, I, I, absolutely. I don't know what to do. Well, um, you know what? I, I'm, kind of overwhelmed seriously by just if i were just to throw out statistics it's really incredible um 
first of all, opioids are things like uh, Vicodin, uh, Oxycontin, uh, heroin. All right, all of those are things that basically take away pain, numb you up. And there's a huge epidemic in this country that is killing at least 30 to 40,000 people a year. Um, Wait a minute. Hold on a second, doctor. Um, That's more people than die in car wrecks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, More people than die in car wrecks. Yeah, that that are killed. And I mean, really, the statistics are staggering. For example, uh, I'm going to take some responsibility here for my group of people, the physicians, because part of the problem is overprescription of opioid medications. In 2012, these are the last statistics that they have. I'm sure there are more now. Healthcare providers wrote approximately 260 million prescriptions for opioid pain medication in the U.S. That's approximately one bottle of pills for every American, regardless of their age. All right. There's something wrong there. And and as a physician, let me tell you, I, I, I know, I bet you for a fact that I have been fooled multiple times, you know, through the years by people requesting, um, pain medication, Obviously for pain, because the question is this, how do you prove someone has pain or not? Right. So, and then people have gotten a lot smarter, you know, they know what to add, they know what to say, they know where to go. Um, So one of the biggest problems I think is how to regulate uh, physicians from prescribing uh, narcotic um, medication. Um, so that, that, that's staggering. What's also staggering to me um, is that of people that are addicted um, to narcotics um, in the age group of 12 to 17, 12 to 17 year olds. All right. We're not talking 40, 30 year olds. You know, they say that there are approximately 150,000 children. All right. In this country who are addicted to pain medication at this time. So this Jeez. this is an epidemic that spans all age groups. And, you know, part of it definitely has to do with illegal medication, illegal heroin coming in um, into this country. Uh, that is a huge part of it. But also a huge part of it is the accessibility to prescription drugs. Well, the, what I understand, and tell me if I'm wrong, Dr. Jorge, and we're talking to Dr. Jorge Rodriguez every Wednesday, Wellness Wednesday, we're discussing a real serious topic here, opioid addiction, which has led to a crime problem, a death problem, an addiction problem. It's a widespread problem that has a suppressive effect on our economy, on our families, on our work. It, it touches all aspects of our life. So if you don't think it's affecting you, You've got your head in the sand. And it, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong as I was going to dive into this. Here's how I understand it. It gets in. Somebody breaks an arm, gets, gets a, a cast, and has some pretty bad pain, goes to the doc. Doc says, here, here's your oxycodone. Take this for two weeks. The bone should heal. The pain should lessen. You finish up two weeks later. Now you want that, uh, that pill. And right. maybe you can talk your doctor into re-upping you for one more 10-day cycle or whatever it is, but now your body has a physical addiction because this is 
an addictive drug that is out there. And if you can't get it, the options are cheap because uh, Oxycontin on the street it ain't cheap. Uh, but you can get heroin pretty readily because heroin is very cheap. And now we're finding yeah, cheap heroin yeah. and fentanyl, which is 10 times as powerful as heroin and is also a lot more deadly. And is this yeah. this is how this this cycle, this downfall happens? It, it that's one of the ways it happens. One of the ways is that people that are introduced to narcotics through prescriptions do become addicted. Obviously, there are just the recreational users and, you know, that, that's happened. And, you know, my 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 practice is in a pretty tony area of Los Angeles. And before that, I was in Newport Beach. So one of the things that I want to make very clear, this addiction crosses all gender barriers, all socioeconomic barriers, all, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're black or white or Hispanic, it affects everybody. Actually, what I see the heroin abuse the most is in well, the kids of well-to-do families, you know, that are almost bored. Maybe I see them because they come here to California and they can afford the 30000 you know, bucks uh, a month um, rehab facilities. But I, I don't want people to think that this is not about us. It's just about them. All right. It's about everybody. And another thing that we don't think about, Mike, is we're not only losing financial resources, we're losing human resources. Oh, Meaning yeah. when we when we use when we lose young people. All right. We don't know who we've lost. We don't know if we've lost the great big inventor, you know, the great, the next scientist that could have found a cure for cancer. We don't know. So we are losing resources. And as a country, that's very detrimental. Uh, and, and there's a big stigma. There's a big stigma, you know, about um, addiction. And addiction is a disease. And one of the big questions that needs to be answered is how far do we go, right, to try to cure people of this addiction? Some people are very hardline and they're like you know what they're addicted too bad they got that way we shouldn't spend a buck on them um you know as a doctor that is completely contrary to to the oath that i took um so i don't know the answer uh, i'm well unfortunately i know yeah I, i'm gonna lead you to a guy that you should pay attention to because he's trying to do on a bipartisan basis senator chris mm -hmm. coons of delaware who is a friend right. who who is pushing for uh expanded money and I know it's taxpayer dollars, but it's expanded money to deal with treatment and treatment. We obviously we need to deal with the supply. We need to cut off the supply. Your profession, as you have said, needs to be better at cutting off the distribution from the professional end. Law Absolutely. enforcement has to deal with the incoming uh, of the interdiction against the uh, the drugs coming into this country. And then we've got to take those people we have and try and help them. And Coons is one of the guys who's pushing for uh, repurposing facilities that aren't doing the job in terms of any kind of health care into recovery care. And uh, I've seen what it does to families, doctor. I've seen what it does to middle class, upper income families. And it's not just the addict. It's everybody in that house who is hurt. And unless and Absolutely. until we get our hands around this, we are going to have a long 
a long tail on this problem. And I, I just want to try and rally as many voices from as many different corners as possible to get the word out. Yeah. And if, if you're yeah. out there and you have this problem in your family, it's not something to be ashamed of. It's, as the doctor said, it's an addiction that needs help. So reach it's out to disease. your community everywhere. Yeah, so it becomes you know, a disease. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, and and it now is, it's a it social is. disease that goes into all aspects of our country. Sure, because it contributes to crime. It contributes, you know, to, to, to financial issues. It destroys families emotionally, financially. So what I urge your listeners is that when this comes up, you know, when this comes up, and it should be a, a big issue when we discuss health care. And you know my opinion. I think the healthcare system in this country is so screwed up, and and our emphasis are completely in in the wrong places. We we should be promoting more preventive care. The 25% of what we spend in this country is spent in the last 20 years of a, of a person's life. Um, we should try to be avoiding people getting to that part, you know, getting so sick later on in life. So our, our money is spent to putting out fires as opposed to preventing them as far as health care. And this is one of those things where right now there's a fire. And what we need to do is be smart on how to prevent it from getting, you know, there. And as unsavory as it may be for some people to want to talk about this and as easily as it can be to point you know, that these people are just good-for-nothing addicts. The people that are addicted to opioids range from adolescents to CEOs of organizations. And yeah, I really do think the yeah, yeah. There's one in your life somewhere that you don't know, and absolutely. maybe more than one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we have work to do, doctor. And this yes, topic sir. is not it's over in one conversation. That's, right. that's, that's we're, the, we're making people aware. Well, that's that's key. And I think in the future, we'll talk about any innovations in treatment, any breakthroughs in in care for recovery and all that stuff. And, and we will we will continue the conversation. But I'm so appreciative of your your professional angle on it and the fact that you called out your brothers and sisters in the medical world and said, we have to be better because I think we have to be uh, better. We, we all have, need we to, be to be better. better. Yeah, we have to be better. Police, maybe what maybe um, narcotic medication should you be prescribed by just one type of physician, you know, that can be more easily, you know, followed to see what they're prescribing, you know, pain specialists. I don't know, but the solution, it needs to happen fairly quickly, I think. I'm with you. Dr. Jorge Rodriguez is his name. Follow him on Twitter. Find him online, drjorge.com. Uh, he's my buddy, and uh, he'll be here, I hope, next week to talk about whatever I'll else is coming up. And Thank yeah, you, you know what? Ebola is, is rearing its ugly head again. Oh, now, yeah, now I won't sleep again. <laughs> i I got to right, take sir. a break. I'm freaking out. We'll talk about Ebola next week. Thank you, Doctor. When we get back, uh, oh, boy. Now i now I got to go deal with the Ebola thing. We'll be right back on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. This is Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. 
on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Puro Pelka. You know, I almost, I almost talked myself out of time there with Dr. Jorge, but I feel very passionately about us getting ahead of the opioid addiction in this country. It's, it's taking too many lives, way too many. And I'm one of those people who's against a lot of, a lot of drugs, I don't take drugs. I used to only take over-the-counter pain medication because my knees were bugging me. And then just over two months ago, I discovered Relief Factor. It's all natural, anti-inflammatory. It's helped thousands of people all over the place, but it's helped me. And that's been the most important thing. Try the three-week quick start pack. Trust me, it'll work for you. It's 1995. You usually get results in 7 to 10 days, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Yesterday, I read a letter from a listener named Hannah, who said they ordered Relief Factor for her husband two weeks ago. He's a vet, had some pretty nasty injuries in the service to his back and his spinal column, and this is the first thing he's found that works. He used to take Percocet every day. And all that did was make him sick and lethargic. And now Hannah says her husband is giving the kids piggyback rides. They're able to go out hiking and shopping together, something they haven't done in very long while. Try Relief Factor. I'm, I'm telling you, it worked for me. It will bring hope to so many of you. 800-500-8384, Relief Factor. When we get back, we're going to talk with Emily Zanotti. We have to talk about the president the president and what he's up to. Plus, Emily is uh, sharing details about the romper for men. It's called the romp him. Oh, I don't know. I think this, this could cause some problems in marriages all around the country. Uh, but we'll talk about the president who just finished up his remarks at the Coast Guard commencement in New London, Connecticut. And we'll continue with our discussion on, on whether or not any of this really means anything. Or is it just a distraction? That's next on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka. With Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.